Are you excited to be in God's house this morning? Talk back to me. Are you excited to be in God's house? I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the Logic Church mainland. There's no other place to be on a Sunday morning than this place. Yeah, you want to put your hands together one more time. Celebrate Jesus in this room. Can I have Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we've been dealing on the believer's conduct. Um, it's quite an interesting series. And I hope that you've been blessed by it and you're being blessed by it still. How many have been blessed by the series? Well, lift your hand up. Can Except you've not been blessed. Yeah, but I think that it's been an interesting series. Doing it particularly so... This series, she carried it for head. I think it's a good series. When we started this series, I thought we were just going to do one and then we'll go to bed. But then we, we did the first one, did the second one, and I felt so strongly in my heart that God will have us do another part. And, um, and I think it's been quite a journey. We've been better for it. We've become blessed by it, and our lives are improving. Glory to God. Yeah, so I'm just going to touch on a few things today that I think will bless us also. Nothing new. Because um, I think I've said everything in the series. Yeah, but uh, it will bless you still. Glory to God. Um, Titus chapter 2 verse 7 to 8. Give me the message translation. Okay. You're walking on something. Uh, make it fast, please. All right, whilst well, when you let me know what you're ready with that. Okay. So um, we started talking about the believer's conduct. And we mentioned that... You are, you are expected to live a certain kind of life out there because of the message that you, you know, carry. So it's important that you're not just um, a talker of grace, but you're a liver of grace. You hear what I'm saying? And if you've, if you've noticed, there are many people who are very antagonistic um, with the grace message. They, they're always fighting people who are preaching grace, who are teaching grace. And that's because... Um, to some degree, it looks like the message is offensive. Actually, it is offensive, but you see, the person who carries the message should not be offensive and should not be offended. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. The bringer of the message should not be offensive and should not be offended. This is very important. The bringer of the message should not be offensive and should not be offended. So what you, it's just like, you know when they say truth is bitter? Mm -hmm. If the truth is bitter, and you're bringing it to someone, don't now become bitter. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If the truth is bitter, it's enough by itself that it's bitter. You don't become bitter in delivering a bitter message. But what we have is, is good news, it's sweet message. There's nothing bitter about the good news. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, but where it offends people is that it offends them in that the good news talks to them about how they can be accepted before God without doing anything. And because man is naturally, you know, inclined towards doing something to earn salvation, to earn God's favor, it's offensive to the hearer because it, it strips you of your effort. It strips you of your pride. It strips you of your ego. So you don't have anything to boast about. And because man wants to boast, man wants to brag, it becomes a problem. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're not called to brag. We're called to receive what he has done. Are you hearing me? So there's no place for bragging in the scriptures. There's no place for, I, I did it. You know, when we get some outfits one time, and then we picked up the shirt, and the brand was self-made. We said, we can't buy this thing. Because we are not self-made people, we are grace-made people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No, we are not, we not self-made, we are grace-made. So, so we couldn't wear it because it was not speaking of what we believed in. 
the outfit was nice but the message was wrong are you hearing me guys don't sleep this morning the outfit was nice it was a very beautiful joggers mad joggers like that but the message was wrong so i can't wear it because it's fine i will wear it because it aligns with my message you know you are wearing a shirt i'm a demon something is wrong already it's not aligning with who you are are you a demon so why are you there's a shirt i'm a demon You're wearing this t-shirt and life is full of struggles. You will struggle. So just because it's a t-shirt doesn't mean it's, it's not important. As, as little as that is, for everything the believer does, it has to be representing what they believe. You hear what I'm saying? So I'm not going, because ah, we're saved, right? we're not just wearing anything we want to wear. No, 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 no. That brand should be selling what you represent. Is, see, if you catch, if you catch a football brand ambassador wearing a fat farm, they've lost the deal. You don't know what football is, sorry. At least you know Nike, and you know Tommy Hilfiger, uh-huh. or Timberland, yeah. So you, there's there's Nike, there's Timberland, there's New Balance, there's um, Balenciaga. It's not New Balenciaga, it's New Balance. Don't be combining it. That one is Abba. You know the real Abalenciaga. So the real one, the real one is the real one is Prada. The Abba is Prado. Yeah, so, so that's what I'm saying. So when you catch a, a Prada ambassador wearing a Balenciaga, he's lost the deal. He has lost the deal. So you are meant to represent what you are. You're meant to wear who you are. You hear what I'm saying? Give me the scripture if you have it now. Give me, give me first in a uh, uh, message. Titus 2 verse 7 and 8. I need to run. Yes. Are we good? So, but mostly show them all this by doing it yourself. Turn up this for me. Trustworthy in your teaching, your words solid and sane. Then anyone who is dead set against us, when he finds nothing weird or misguided, might eventually come around. Are you seeing this now? Give me an ESV. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works. Are you seeing this? Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works and in your teaching, show integrity. So you can be teaching and there's no integrity. In your teaching, show integrity. Dignity, next verse. And what's that and sound speech that cannot be condemned so that an opponent may be put to shame having nothing evil to say about us so the way you behave the way you carry yourself gives people something to say against us are you seeing what i'm saying he says to show yourself in all manner in all ways someone who is sound someone who has right conduct you hear what i'm saying very important in all respects at the workplace, in school, WhatsApp meeting, in all respects. You know, someone came to WhatsApp one time and said, sorry, I want to say something. Don't be offended. I already know that what you want to say is wrong. It's already, you know that what you want to say. So for you to have said, don't be, don't be offended, you already know that what you say will offend me. You know that. 
when they want to abuse you, they start with, with all due respect. With, with all due respect, sir. You already, they, would, they will insult you well. That's what a believer's conduct. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, so you are accepted before God by faith, but you are accepted before men by your conduct. Are you writing? You are accepted before God by faith, but you are accepted before men by your conduct. Did you hear what I said? You are accepted before God by faith. So what God sees is your faith, and then he accepts you. But what men see is your conduct. Men don't see faith. The faith that men see is the faith that has produced. Oh, God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Men don't see your faith because faith is not a physical tangibility. It is the product of faith that is seen. So I have faith. Did you hear what I said? Faith is not tangible in itself, but what he produces is tangible. Oh God. So there's an unseen realm that produced the seen world. It was faith that brought things that be not into this realm as though they were. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? So what we are seeing now did not exist before, but by faith they became tangible. So even though we can't see your faith, we can see the product of your faith. So man doesn't see faith. Man sees works. Man sees actions. So when you deal with God, you come to God with faith. When you deal with men, you come to men with works. Now your works will not give you acceptance before God. It will give you acceptance before men. So I can be right with God, but I'm wrong with men. Why? I'm behaving wrongly. You can have a good prayer life and then you have a bad behavior. It doesn't align. It's not your regular kind of message. I know you'll be fine. It will help you. Because when you come to me and say, Pastor, pray, I need promotion. I will ask you first, how do you behave in your office? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Say amen now. Yes. How do you, what time do you show up? No, what time? You come, you come to the office late. You go to the register and you write 7 o'clock. You came by 9. I know why I see people, where are they? You came by 9.52. You wrote 7 a.m. And then you now start speaking in tongues. No. No. That's bad behavior. You know, I, when we're doing youth service then, as I came like this, gone, I saw the register. Everybody, 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock. It's not possible. All of, all, even if all of you are stupid, how will you all write 7 o'clock? Like 20 people, 7 a.m., 7 a.m. Did you all leave your house at the same time? 7 a.m. 7 a.m. So even when you were writing your 7 a.m., the next person it did not change to 701. At least it be 701, 702, 703. It's understandable. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. So the, the, the time's too still for you. Glory. Joshua, clap for yourself. That's bad behavior. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When we are done with these cities, your boss will promote you. Why? Because you are behaving well. Yeah. Some things are not prayers. Some things are answers to conduct. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I worked in a place where, um, you know, the management didn't really care as much. They did try, but they didn't really care. So when I come in, I will see a few things that are out of place, and I will fix it with my money. When I fix it, one of the guys there will ask me, say, ah, 
why they use your money they do this thing i'd be like is he for call or now i said no i can't call him like for instance battery 15 naira now Oga, we need battery how much is 15 naira are you getting what i'm saying you see here there are certain things that will come to you when you own the system where you are Certain things will naturally gravitate towards you when you own the system where you are. It's not prayers. Some people who are getting favors where you are in the same workplace, watch what they are doing. You pray a lot, but they act better. That's the difference. They didn't just kick out Vashti because she didn't have a prayer life. She had bad behavior. Esther didn't pray much. Are you hearing me? It was not about who prayed more. It was about conduct. It's about conduct. You get it what I'm saying? So you don't leave here and say, ah, we are, we are grace people. Just be doing anyhow. Grace cover me. Grace cover. It does not cover anything. No. It doesn't cover anything. It doesn't cover like that. So you must be intentional about your conduct. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, so men will accept you by your faith. By, by your behavior, by your conduct, but God accepts you by faith. So that lets you see already that you're not condemned before God, but before men, you have to take a posture that helps you work with them and access favor. Certain things wouldn't come to you until you begin to act right. This is very important. I'm taking my time to do this because uh, I want you to get it. So um, take, for instance, you work a company, and then you send the delivery man to go and deliver something to your clients. And then he got there, and the first thing he did was slap the person. He's not a believer slap. You, you, you sent a delivery man to go and deliver a package to your client. And the person gets there and slaps the person. He slaps the client. He came with the package, and then he slaps the client. Or he gets there. And starts shouting at the person. You see there, the person will lose interest in the package. First. Take it back and then call you to bring it yourself. That's if they even... See, so that's what happens when God sent you as a delivery man with his message. But your conduct... Uh, you are slapping people. No! Your action should be a reflection of the message. We are God's delivery men on earth. We are God's delivery men on earth. So our disposition will determine how they receive the message. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Our disposition will determine how they receive the message. I'm God's delivery man. So everywhere I show up, I'm carrying that conduct. I'm carrying that nature. I'm carrying that disposition. You hear what I'm saying? Don't go about slapping people, talking anyhow. No, 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 no. Even if you, are, you came to save life, you have to show that you came to save life. Don't just slap people. Don't just. Mm -mm. And I'm, I'm using that metaphorically. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So, what it means is your disposition. See, they will receive the message to the degree that our lives conform to it. So, when I'm preaching, my life should be bearing witness. I can't be saying the truth, but my life is telling a lie. Are you getting blessed now? No worry, next one they'll jump. Glory. Today, no. Are you hearing me? 
So about correction, I'll do this again, about correction. So we've been talking about this and um, I feel like I should address something when it has to do with correcting people. When you're correcting people, you don't demean to correct. You hear what I'm saying? You don't demean to correct. So because I'm correcting you, I wouldn't make you lose your self-worth in the process. You follow what I'm saying? Now you did something wrong. What you should understand first is this. Before you correct a man, fix his identity first. Before you correct a man, fix his identity first. Why? Good conduct will flow from the revelation of who he is. So if the man does not know who he is, no matter what you tell him, he won't behave well. So it's coming from the inside. I need to know who I am. I need to know where I'm from. I'm from God. I am God. God lives inside of me. That will produce the right living. That will produce the right conduct. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So a man who has a wrong identity cannot respond to right living. Are you hearing me? The man who has a wrong identity cannot respond to right living. So no matter what you say, they're not hearing because they're they are battered on the inside. So I must fix that identity first. I must shape that person first inside. Then I can produce the life that I want from him to come outside. So good behavior, good conduct does not come externally to the believer. It comes from inside out. It's not external to the believer. No, I was sharing on the life yesterday. See, when you see a mango tree, they don't put fruit on top by attachment. It came from the branch. So I'm not struggling to produce fruit. I'm aligning with the word and fruit is produced. Do you see that now? Because conformity with the word will produce conformity with the sun. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what it is. So your life must align. Your conduct must align. If you're in church for five years and there's nothing has changed about you, something is wrong. You are singing, you are sweating, you are jumping, and you have not moved. Nobody can say, ah, she used to be this way before, but now she's different. Something is wrong. Imagine having a baby for five years and he can't walk. That's how most people are in church. Born again in six years, you can't take walk. You are still limping. Sorry, you'll be fine. Glory to God. Yeah, you'll be fine. You can take a walk. SMG, take it easy. <laughs> are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's okay to feel bad for what you did wrong, but don't feel bad about yourself. It's okay. See, eh, I did something wrong. I feel bad about what I did, but I don't feel bad about myself. Because I need myself to fix it. If I lose myself, I can't fix what I did wrong. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when you are correcting people, don't degrade them. Don't make them feel less of themselves. They can feel bad about what they did wrong, but they shouldn't feel bad about who they are. Because they need who they are to get it right again. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how the people say, don't throw, don't throw the baby away with the bath water. That's what we're saying. Yes, that's just confirming what I'm saying. Glory to God. Are you getting blessed this morning? You, you, you must get blessed. Give me Romans chapter 12. Give me first of all in verse 9. Verse 9, TLB. Don't just pretend that you love others. Really love them. Don't just pretend. No, I love you. Yimo. 
That's not love. I'm going to be showing you from scripture so that you know that what I'm saying is important. Don't pretend that you love people. If you don't love them, walk away. But if you love people, show it. Call them. Check up on them. How are you doing? Support them. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? This is how we grow church. Don't be pretending and doing eye service in the church. Where all of us are just, you are praying in tongues, but you hit the person by your side. Mm-mm, no, no, no. Your tongue is the loudest, but there's no love inside. What did Paul say? If I have, uh, if I give myself to be born, but I have not love, I'm a sounding simba. So that you are praying, there's no love. Where is that guy? Hit that simba, please. Oh, see, come enter this one. Just hit the simba. Hit it. Uh, hold, hold it. So when when you are when you are just, you're just praying, gababa, shababa, but there is no love. That's what you are sounding like. So in the ears of God, he's hearing prang prang prang. I'm not the one that's it's in scriptures now. He said, if I give my body to be burnt, and I have so you can do the you can do good things with the wrong motives. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You can go for evangelism and there's no love inside. Because you went, so Pastor can score you. She's very favorite. Have you seen that, sister? She has zeal. You can have zeal and no love. You can have fire and no love. Robo Shakiri. That, you see, that's, there's no love there. There's no love there. He's that thing again. That's how you are sounding. Hold it. Empty barre. No love. If I, no, no, no. Do you, do, you, do you know what? If I give myself to be born and I have no love, can you, how can you go and burn yourself and there's no love inside? How did you even get there? So what was the motivation first? You burnt yourself for sure. No. That's hard. That's hard. So God is calling us to the place where everything that we do is love-driven, not self-driven. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Go back to my scripture. Don't, don't. If I could speak in, if I could speak all the languages of the earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noising gong. That's a noising gong, and a clanging cymbal. Next verse. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans, and possessed all knowledge, see this guy is deep. Depth without love is empty. Is it deep? <laughs> and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, so you are doing miracles, but there's no love. But didn't love others, I would be nothing. No, it didn't say you are you are you are nothing. Next verse. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body. I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. 
What's in the next verse? Love is patient and kind. It's not jealous or boastful or proud. You know, when we read this thing, we think it's a demand on us. It is who God is. So he's saying God is patient. You know, be like, ah, my patience is running out. Your love is running out. But your, your patience can't run out. It's in you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, somebody just this morning to you. Your patience has left you. Your, 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 your fuse is very short. See, at the girl temper, no try. At the girl, at the vex quick. Now, small thing, they vex me. Do you know how much you vex God? Instead of losing his temper, he went to die. He lost his temper on the cross. He wouldn't lose it on you. He lost it on the cross. So he can gain you forever. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when you see that act of love, that's how you should respond to men. That's how you should respond to other people. I did quick vex you. 20 years in the, in the Lord, you did quick vex. What has your salvation produced? I did quick vex you. A small thing, they vex me. No, you should have grown up by now. Love is patient. It's kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. Next verse. Or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. My body, they scratch me. It's not irritable. Are you seeing this thing now, guys? And it keeps no record of being wrong. This is God. No records. You have a list of the things. Oh, oh, uh, should I mention names? <laughs> you know, the, I met a lady one time and say, Me and this girl, we don't quarrel for five years. We never talk. In things say, I go come beg him. In go wait, in go tire. And you are speaking in tongues. You know, you know why we have to teach this thing hard like this? It's the same way we are teaching you are safe forever. Because you are actually safe forever. But you cannot be safe forever and be misbehaving. That's what we are saying. You can't be doing that. Your salvation is guaranteed. It's trumpet sound as you are slapping somebody like this heaven. But that's not the right attitude. That's what we are saying. You hear what I'm saying? How can you be having beef with somebody for five years? Some of you with your own siblings. You wake up in the morning, you don't greet them, you don't talk to them, and you walk out of the house. You come back at night because you have your own room, you're not going to sleep. They serve food, mm, I don't want to eat. You eat outside. And you're a Christian, you want them to get saved. How can you preach to them? No, how, how do you want to preach to them? Let me explain to me. What gospel do you want to say to them? You are quarreling with your siblings, you now wake up, you are doing morning devotion. Ah, ah, Kodao. For, for two months, you haven't spoken to them, but they are hearing your voice. Oh, Lord, you have been so good. It's not good that time. It's not good. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's some things God will not fix for you. You have to fix it yourself. Are you getting blessed? Go back to my scripture. Give me, uh, um, Yes. So don't just pretend that you love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong and stand on the side of the good. Alright? Jump to Romans 12, TPT verse 13. 
take a constant interest in the needs of God's beloved people and respond by helping them. Yes. Respond by helping them, not criticizing them, not gossiping them. So somebody came to you and said, Ah, brother, I'm dying. Oh, I need help. See, God be with you. And I said, Ah, sister, that brother said he's dying. Oh. He's always saying he's dying. And he has not died. He says, take a constant interest in the needs of, and respond by helping them, not by gossiping them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Hey, you don't like me today, I'll like you. And eagerly welcome people as guests into your home. I like my privacy. Then, he said, welcome people. Do you know that, listen to me, do you know that it was, it was by welcoming people into their homes that the woman of Shunammite had a child? She just saw Elisha passing. See, this man looks like a man of God. Let me invite him over and then go to the husband and say, ah, let's make a house for this guy. He's always passing here. I sense he's a man of God. And now notice that every believer, every child of God, your brother and sister is a man of God. Everyone seated here is a man of God. You don't have to be Clarkson standing here carrying a mic. No. If you have the Holy Ghost in you, you're a man of God. So the same way you would treat your pastor, treat other believers like that. You're waiting till they give you a prophecy. No, back, back. This, you know, there was. I've seen things in this life. There was a girl that met me one time back in school, and I and I went to the girl and said, Ah, sister, I need this thing. I need some help here. Just I need to sort out something. And I was joking with her because we just play like that on campus. She said, Ah, I found her so seed into my life now. We we do that in on campus. So seed into my life now. Just so so some seed now. And she looked at me and said, Ah. That I want to sow into this pastor's life is a fatal ground. My chest. So like ah, I'm not fatter now. I see I froze for like two minutes. Like Mewe. I'm not fat I thought about my life that day. You know, there are some things you say casually to people. You don't know the impact. See, I'm still remembering it after many years. It, that thing caught me deep. See, I want to so see that they are fat. I want to, it's a fat high ground. You see, this believers corner and that sister is very powerful. Though. When she ministers like this, fire everywhere in fellowship. But their mouth is like vipers. That's why we are training you. So you are different. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you are different. So we don't just gather to just speak in tongues and chat ourselves and our conduct is smelling. No. No. I, I, <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? That day I felt like this ground show open. Let me that side. I'm like, ah, okay. I mean, life, I mean, it's easy. Eh? Leave it. Leave it. Clarkson, leave it. Give me, give me this in, in the Living Bible. 
Oh, no, no, give me a message. Give me a message. Give me a message. Give me a message. That verse 13, give me a message. Look at this. Leave this other part. Look at here. It says, help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. So, you are, you sit down like this. How can I help this brother? No, I gave him money the last time. Is there another way I can help him? You, you just sat down in your house. You are thinking of how to help somebody. See, we did not get it just from scriptures. We learned it from God. He sat down. He was thinking, how can I save this guy? Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you see your father, you know how to behave. You've not seen God. That's why you're acting like that. You've not seen God now. He said, be inventive in hospitality. Like now, I'm thinking, maybe we have done all this thing we did on Thursday. What are we going to do next year for father? You are inventive. You're not only creative in content, you are creative in how you want to help somebody. You, you are creative. It's not only in. Uh, see, yeah. I'm speaking from my heart too because this thing is. is it, you are inventive. Like, how can I help? How can I support this person? How can I be of assistance? Without being told, you're looking at somebody, ah, babe. When you see a brother showing up in church for two, two Sundays, three Sundays, one shirt, don't talk about the shirts. Get him two shirts. See that brother, that shoe, been away for like four Sundays now. I really should win get. Eh, 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 eh. Send someone to find out the shoe size. Next Sunday, show up with a new shoe. That's how we do. That's how we run family. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Eh, we will be speaking in tongues, but let's grow. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? Your creativity should not just stop with your business, your job, your... your mm, 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 mm. It should be, you should be creative in how you can help people. It's thoughtfulness. Now I'm thinking, what am I going to do for my dad's birthday? What am I going to do for my mom's birthday? Just buy a cake and... No, 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 no. What can we do? What can we do? I cannot buy a house now. I cannot buy a car. But what can I do that will leave a lasting impression? That's thoughtfulness. Let's go and buy one, two naira coffins. Say, Daddy, take. Happy birthday. Something is wrong with you. Quintessentially wrong. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let's go and buy one, one slippers like that. You just wear it for two weeks. Hold as come aside. Because you were not thoughtful. You didn't buy something that. Inventive. Run through the scripture. I want to show you something. Get, get, get to get to verse. Get, go, go back. To, go to the pity of the scripture. Yeah. Now go to verse fourteen. Let's run. Are you getting blessed, guys? Verse fourteen. Speak blessings, not cursing, over those who reject and persecute you. You see? Let me not dwell on this. Thing. Celebrate with those who celebrate and weep with those who grieve. You go to where people are money. Say, why are you money like that? Why are you money like that? No. Sure. See, Jesus came to the tomb of Lazarus and he wept. His weeping did not cancel his spirituality. Are you hearing? His humanity did not cancel his divinity. So he showed humanity in relating with their weaknesses and then he switched to spirituality 
and raised up the dead. So you can show sympathy and still be effective spiritually. Sidebar, don't you are just there, you're not romantic, just be the spiritual spiritual. I'll be speaking in tongues. Only tongues, 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 tongues. Verse 16, please. No, 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 no more. Live happily. Yeah, let's live happily. Live happily together in a spirit of harmony and be as mindful of others, of others what, as you are your own. Don't live with a lofty mindset thinking you are too important to serve others. But be willing to do menial tasks. Somebody is the one that cleans that toilet there. Every Sunday, that's many a task. Hear what I'm saying? You see, it's not see, eh, see, see, see. Many a task. Somebody is the one that sweeps this place, arranges the chairs. You don't know the kind of job that they do. You don't know how much they earn. Listen to me. I know a church where the people who do sanctuary cleaning are professors, bankers. After cleaning, they will now dress up and come for service. They throw your, your pride away. Throw it away. Throw it away. Humble yourself. Serve. You think we got here by carrying shoulders? No, we served. One of my pastors then back in school invited him for a program. He entered the place. People have not come. He now went to the toilet and cleaned toilets. Then wiped his face and came back and preached powerfully. Invited guests, not the pastor of the church. He said the anointing that flowed that he had not seen it before. Serve. Do minor tests. See, they already send me a message. They send message. Every time, only me they send. That's how you get useful. If you are not used often, you are useless. No, it's not a cause. You are used less. You are not used many times used less it's in those errands you now know road it's in those errands you know people it's in those errands you have contacts there are some complimentary cars that will never enter your hand if you don't go for errands and one day you'll be looking for a connect and you remember you have one card the Holy Ghost remember ah there's one guy you met one time you will never know you need them I was selling wine sometimes. I would carry wine on my head. You people don't understand what we are seeing. I'll carry wine. I'll go to Balogun and I'll supply wine. I was entering shops. I was entering shops, supplying wine. So if I have business now, I know who to go to. If someone tells me that ah, I want I want to start wine business, so I know who to connect you to. Why? I have the deals. I was entering shops. That's how I met one guy who did a three million naira deal. Just like that. We had no sale that week. I just went to Balogu. He said, go and meet that guy. His name is Shanka. I said, Shanka. I said, fine. So I met the guy. That's when I, ah, we started talking, talking. The guy says, ah, he now spoke Igbo. I said, oh, one now. <laughs> the moment I hear Igbo, I just switch. We must close that deal. If I call him now, I will sell. Get out from here, my friend. 
run errands. Can we can we do this thing? But be willing to do menial tasks and identify with those who are humble-minded. Don't be smug or even think for a moment that you know it all. Say, I don't know it all. Come on, say, I don't know it all. I can't hear you. I don't know it all. Verse 17. Never hold a grudge or try to get even, but plan your life around the noblest way to benefit others. want us to stay here for a while. I'm, I wish I can stay here. I don't have time. It's like we'll do part five of this thing, right? Yes. <laughs> Father, we bless you this morning. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. Were you blessed this morning? Put your hands together. Celebrate Jesus.